We're back. Another episode of Hooray for Everything. One. <laughs> on. um, P, I'm going to talk about it. It's like I'm enjoying the oddly mild October we're having. November we're having. Climate change. Climate change. It's a great thing. You may know us from previous podcasts where we complained about the cold weather <laughs> like two old men in a balcony on the Muppet Show. But today... It was beautiful. Beautiful, beautiful. Let's keep this up. I don't know what, I don't know if I call this autumn. I don't know what, like, it's called, I don't know what to wear, like, or what jacket to put on. I wore a toque. winter? I wore a toque this morning, and then I'm sweating like a, like a crazy person. Not a crazy person, I'm just sweating, like, profusely. I'm like, that was not needed, a hat, this morning um, while I was walking. But uh, I'm all for this global warming if this is the weather that uh, we're going to get. Yeah, it feels like the promise of global warming versus the polar vortex that climate change brought us. And I'm a fan, quite frankly. Sure. <laughs> yeah, because honestly, I mean, by the time I'm gumming my food, whatever's going to happen with the apocalypse, I won't really notice it. Uh, but right now, enjoying this, you it's know, great. unseasonably lovely weather. It was sunny. It was like above 15. There was all a nice day. breeze. Yeah, <laughs> it was great. I mean, my knapsack is full of clothes because I didn't trust it. I oh. had to go somewhere today and I layered and I didn't even have to layer. I was getting ready to leave the house in like a fall weight jacket. And then I checked the app on my phone and I did not believe the numbers I saw. And I said, no, I need to go back and open the door and see how I feel. And I almost took off the pantyhose. Like if my legs weren't already going sort of borderline winter color. Oh, fun story. Uh, we decided to start calling uh, Bautista Winter Drake because he looks like Drake, but with his winter color because he's a oh, little yeah. bit paler. Yeah. yeah, that's good. That's a good yeah. one. Yeah. So anyway, I realized I don't need to wear a coat at all. I just needed no. like a blazer. Yeah. But then I had to go somewhere where I had to look like a grown-up, so I wore heels, but then I didn't want to wear heels tonight, so I brought sneakers. So I kind of just decided what is the best outfit that I could wear that I could change out, shoes and other things, and the other blazer I had. So my look right now is sort of Fifty Shades of Grey. It, yeah, and that's a good way to describe it. I was going to say fall, but it's just like, yeah, it's all gray, different, more than 50, but there's gray Yeah, tone so if you get excited, don't get excited. Um, the scarf is sort Not of the dirty like concert. an ombre. Just different shades of gray. Gray from Roots, actually. My toque is from Big It Up. It's like a multi kind of like gray. salt and pepper gray um there's sort of like a almost pseudo acid wash on my kind of faux motorcycle gray zip up and then there's like a lace and pattern gray and then gray tights and then my shoes my adidas are like a gray kind of like or silver actually silver this is great for an, again great for an audio podcast yeah it is great <laughs> but <laughs> <laughs> and you're not wearing a hat today, so, so we're, today. we're both doing interesting it's things. It's exciting. Yeah. It's a new season. You're giving me a real Mohinder Suresh, which uh, to date, at least that I've seen, he has not yet popped up on Heroes, but we'll talk about that at the end. Sure. An interesting thing happened. I was walking down Spadina this morning, or yesterday, a couple of, anyway, this week. I hope it's interesting. It is interesting. Well, okay. When someone starts a story like that and then it's not interesting, no, it, it, it I know my face gets real judgy. Yeah, it, could get, it could take a turn. But it's like uh, I'm walking through Kensington and I grab a coffee and then I uh, get out on the street and then, you know, the like Toronto, oh, you're avoiding, like, you know, you don't want to bump into a person, but they don't see you or they sort of see you, but they're not moving. So you just make the like sort of power. Were they texting or were they just walking in a passive aggressive fashion? Because when I, people are heads down texting, especially crossing the street, I whistle at them like a dog. Sure. So they weren't texting. Okay. But it was a weird passive aggressive thing. And I'm like, you see me, but 
you're encroaching in my space. Uh, someone's going to get bumped. Did they think you were a ghost? I, that's the vibe. That's the space that was happening. And okay. then I just avoid them. But then sort of like, then the person continues to walk and they're walking like sort of very close to me, almost shoulder to shoulder, like walking beside me. So I just like pick up my pace and like I'm listening to a podcast, another podcast and just like walking down Spadina and I'm walking and then I'm trying to get to uh, uh, to an office like just by Harborfront, Harborfront Center. And uh, I just like weave through Metro Hall and just weave through buildings. And then I'm sort of like just like quarter turn. I'm like, this person is still in my close vicinity, like not two or three, four people away, but just Did they like, have headphones on. Were they on mm, any kind of a device? Nope. Nope. And so then I'm just like, oh, I'm just being paranoid. Like, you know, I'm did being, you smell real good that day? Mm, I always smell good. Um, generally, <laughs> I'm getting a face. Um, and then I get to the uh, CBC building and I'm like, oh, I'll cut through the CBC building. I cut through the CBC building. And then George Strombolopoulos wrecks I, you. I wish. Oh, wait, he doesn't work there anymore. Yeah, I, that'd be a great story. Uh, that'd make it a really great story. But then the guy's like right behind me. And then. It was John Gomeshi. No, it was. I don't know who it was. And then I just exit the building promptly. And then I just stand outside. And then the guy like walks right to me. And then he's like, uh, do you know if it's going to rain today? And I'm like, no, man, I, d I don't. I don't know. And then he maybe just like he was attracted to you. Maybe, but I wasn't getting those vibes, and it was just very strange. But it was more I was like, am I being paranoid? But then I should have been like, hey man, are you following? I don't know what. Like it was just very. That hasn't happened to me. Ever. Ever. And then I was like, while I was like wondering if this guy's following me, I'm like, he's too far away to pickpocket me. Like I don't like, and it's too open for him to. So that, that I got two options for you. Yeah. Also, it was interesting-ish. Ish, ish. It was just like, was it was one of those things where I'm like, yeah. I, I think as a female, like, you always got to have your radar up. But yeah. I was just like. Oh, but you got to feel for a moment what it feels like to be. Yeah, for like a yeah. sliver of a second. Yeah. Like, I was just like, what, what is going on? Like, okay. I, and I, I put it upon myself. I'm like, oh, I'm being paranoid. So like, one yeah. song you need to add to your device right now is Don't Stand So Close to Me. Don't I, Stand. Yep. Right. So then you could pretend to have... Uh, headphone malfunction unplug your headphones and right when it gets to the bridge oh, yeah. <laughs> and have it play out yeah that's good option one that's good that's a good one option two yeah. pretend to receive a phone call on your device if you have your speaking headphones yeah, in yeah. and make it be about test results related to something communicable but like interesting like legionnaires yeah that's good that's yeah a good one. so yeah. those are your options i'm yeah. just you know just throwing it out there it was it, that, that was just like a either weird. one of those yeah. like one is a bit more aggressive aggressive I'd say yeah. they don't stand so close to me so as a woman <laughs> for ladies I wouldn't suggest that but the the fake test results are something that someone could catch even unless your uh, possible attacker has and that's just bad luck the exact weird disease that you're pretending to have on that the phone <laughs> Then fun. you're probably possibly saving, if not your yeah. life, your JJ. It's just it was it was just weird. D just when I walked into the building and I walked down, I'm like, oh, this guy's totally following me. <laughs> like it's just weird. It was weird. That's all. Weird feeling. That's all. Well, you are still pretty cute. Thanks. So. Still. Yeah, I, I, I had those moments. I was out with. So last Friday, I ended up uh, going out with restaurant folk. Mm -hmm. And for anyone who's ever read uh, Kitchen Confidential, yeah. they are like crazy carnies. Like, yeah. well, like yeah. don't party. Like the only time I almost ever got arrested was with somebody who worked in a restaurant and with yeah. you. But yeah, well, that's yeah. another story. That's another story. As they would that, say. That's another podcast. On Hammy Hamster. Um, but yeah, so it was a Friday night. It was someone who worked at an establishment last night. And things extended well past the sort of 4 a.m. mark. And they showed no signs of waning. Where, where were you guys at? We were place? at places that I'm not going to okay. mention because there may have been some consumption of alcohol after hours that it was legal. Okay. So because I was with people who work at yeah, places. Industry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, you know, one of the people was like, well, go back to my place and do dial a bottle. And this was after 4 a.m. Yeah. And I just realized, you know, yes, Murtaugh, too old for the shit. But it was, <laughs> it was so 
aggressive, but it wasn't <laughs> like in that young ragey way. It was just like adults who professionally. It was what a night out with Don Draper would be and Roger Sterling would be like. Yeah. Just you drink not even like it's work you drink because this is what you do. Yeah. And you just stay up and yeah. you know, people are consuming things yeah. and talking and chit-chatting and there was some music and it was fun and I don't regret a minute of it. But the next day and I the you next pay, day I didn't even feel No. It wasn't like a regular oh you drank too much in a short period of time or you out with a bunch of girls and it gets all woohooey and it gets hurly the next day. Like there was nothing for me to, you know, expel from my body. It was just bone deep exhaustion. Tired, physically tired. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And and then part of me's thinking, at least a couple of those people had like service today. Like they had to go and work on a line, if not in the morning, like later in the day. Whereas I'm not even capable of dressing myself right now. <laughs> I don't know. I, I think it's the yin I don't know, yin and yang, but it's just like that's what they do. They just like go hard and then they play hard. Because they're like in a busy restaurant, it's just like they're just like working hard, right? Like it's just like giving it all. Like otherwise, if they slack, it's just like things fall apart, right? So then fun time is like, you know, got to get it in. I Good think. roots reference. But also, <laughs> I feel like now at the end of times slash apocalypse after whatever climate change happens, I feel like it'll be cockroaches and restaurant staff. Like those <laughs> will be the only people equipped to survive. Sure what happens that's funny yeah no, that's funny but well, yeah great night can't do it again <laughs> don't recommend for you kids out there if your friends work in a kitchen just say no or i, I, I wouldn't say no i would you say, can have some fun okay times. say yes yeah. say yes t- max four times in your lifetime if you don't work in that industry yeah. any more than that and it's a slippery fucking yeah. slope it, it's challenging because when they all get together and they they can all do that and people from other restaurants can all like hang out together and go yes, do it. Yes, it was people from more yeah. than one place. Then those yeah. those times are like, not yeah. few and far between, but it's hard for them. It's like some people get off at this time and they're just going to go home and some people get, but it's just like when everyone's like working a big night and they all get to go out, it's just like, let's do it, you know, and they haven't seen each other and catching up. and It got real. Nice, nice. Yeah. Maybe we'll, we'll take a break and uh, we'll come back a b- and talk about some movies. Absolutely. Fun. Okay, we'll be back. to believe without mechanics dictating how we move our feet all broken straight into the head you got a question what it is that makes this hard to be Cause I didn't seem to make much sense to them All I have left is my really good friends All around I feel the world collapse upon itself I didn't seem to make much sense to them All I have left is my really good friends But we drink, but we drink In all the bottles, my liquid disgrace. Drowning, you'll find your sense of self. In all the bottles, fuck your. I didn't seem to make much sense to them All I have left is my really good friends All around I feel the world collapse upon itself I didn't seem to make much sense to them All I have left is my really good friends But we drink, but we drink
and we're back. So recently, P, uh, I caught a movie, a new movie that came out in this year, I guess. Amazing. Uh, yeah, it was exciting. It was Tell exciting. me about it. I was like, look, long time wanted to go see it because I thought it was about 90s hip hop, but I was like completely wrong. <laughs> but it was still a great movie. Uh, it's a movie called Dope. Have you heard of it? I have okay. heard of it, and I truly regret not seeing it. I it think. was at the film festival? No, oh, okay. but it came out in the theaters at a time yeah. when I was busy at work slash I think at that time there was a couple of movies out in the theaters that I wanted to see including it may have been at around the same time as Straight Outta Compton I'm not sure if it was showing the VIP if it was <laughs> it wasn't for a long time so I don't you know, know if my, was, my yeah. regular movie date Melanda wouldn't have seen it if it wasn't in VIP um, so directed, circumstances directed by Rick Famuyi Famuyi he also directed the wood oh I'm pointing at you another black person movie <laughs> like i know i know what the wood is about yeah like i perked up like a dog yeah, like yeah. what so black same director thinks? as the wood and yeah. he also wrote uh dope okay oh, he also wrote uh the wood all right yeah um thought it was about 90s hip-hop that's what i thought it was about. was not it's not about 90s hip-hop no it it's, was like a high school caper it's a high school caper movie and the kids are really into 90s hip-hop that's that's and it is really good really really good uh uh really w it's like a caper movie so you got to like suspend some belief to it but the soundtrack of course is like excellent right 90s hip-hop how can you go wrong but there were some non-90s hip-hop and i shazammed it and it's not on the uh soundtrack so i gotta get those tracks that's good um I believe Zoe Kravitz was in it. She's in it. She's one of my new favorite people, if only because she dressed up as uh, the Natalie Portman character from The Professional for Halloween this year. Oh, and it was hilarious. bang the fuck on. Like, I will show you pictures afterwards or kids Google it or just follow her on Instagram. I don't know whose Instagram I love more, her or her father's. They're just both amazing. But yeah, she's she was in it. Bang on she she plays Perfect. like the girlfriend of or of the gangster like there's a gangster character the bad guy character and she's involved with that guy but then of course there's like is she gonna end up with the like lead guy and i don't want to give anything away but it was like so she's just there as the romance interest but does she have a name and does she talk to another female character who has a name and do they talk about something that's not a man I'll have to check if it passes the Bechdel test. I did uh, check uh, for the movie we talked about yeah. last week. Was it Crimson Peak? Mm -hmm. It does pass the Bechdel okay. test. I, I so. don't think this one does, unfortunately. Okay. Yeah, but it's still good. It's still good. Um, the ending, though, left. I don't want to give too much away, but like the ending, just like I was like, you shoehorned that in a little bit because it was like. But okay, yeah. let's not make it about what you thought it was going to be about, yeah. or even about black people but <laughs> I didn't say let's that. let I didn't no say but no but i'm saying okay yeah. work with me i'm going somewhere here of the sort of genre of teenage movies where if we think of one that's almost perfect i'm gonna say 10 things i hate about you and then although that's kind of like also a shakespeare adaptation and then ones that are terrible which would be almost most of all the other ones Again, let's leave Bring It On and all those out of it because those are perfect films that do something else entirely. Um, where would you put this movie? Because not all of those movies have great endings. The problem with high school movies, and the problem with even if you look at everything from A Gossip Girl to 90210 to The O.C. is what happens after high school is messy in real life and on a TV show. Yeah, it's never These actors, dry. first of all, most of them are 30, but also... How do you do that transition? Because in real life, not everyone goes to the same school. Not everyone does the same thing. Not everyone has the same path. There's this limited yeah. four-year period in your life where you're sort of caged up with people where once you grow up, you have absolutely nothing in common with them. Yeah. And then you all go your separate ways. So the the ending not having a resolution that makes sense or is satisfying teenage movies, I almost prefer that to the ending where... Oh, me and the guy like are both going to university at the same place or the same town. Like, uh, she's the one or whatever. I forget the one with Freddie Prince Jr. and that Rachel. Yeah, that's a bad end. That's like yeah. a bad end. Yeah, but like life. that. Yeah. But there's ones where like it ends where oh, they're gonna meet up at you know even the spectacular now with that Miles Teller and the Shailene Woodley. 
Um, that was another one where, you know, they had paths that may have been going somewhere different, but there was some effort to end up in the same place geographically after high school. And I don't think that I'm may giving, not make sense. So I don't think uh, I'm whether giving, it's ge- geography or emotional or financial or life voyage, like take that out of your evaluation of the ending okay. being satisfactory and tell me, was it just like poor story structure? Well, they, did they run out of money? They tacked on. It's those things that you're talking about, but or is it like just studio notes that they had to like bolt on an ending that didn't make sense? They tacked on this social political thing at the end, and it was also done film technically in a way that wasn't the same language as the rest of the film. Like all of a sudden, not all of a sudden. It, it was similar, like narration was dropped in at the beginning and then it was just like brought in at the end just so they could do this ending and it sort of didn't fit with this heist up and down excitement co- comedic element. But it was good. It was good. I enjoyed it. I'm, I'm just trying not to give anything away. It was but funny. So like not out of like five. Um, out of five, uh, uh, four point six four point six that's pretty high yeah high up there like i hadn't seen anything like this in a long time okay uh it was good i don't know if it was like big budget i don't like i didn't unthread it completely i just watched it i was like oh that was actually a good movie i was like i I mean i I definitely don't think the budget was big i think there was a little a little spurt of marketing money that went in especially this summer when a lot of the studios were looking at their revenue and they all of a sudden remembered, oh, black people watch things. Mm-hmm. Uh, everything from Empire to Straight Outta Compton to um, what was that movie where Michael Ely played like a scary stalker ex-boyfriend? Oh. I think it was with Sonal Lathan or somebody else. God, it's terrible. I'm so racist right now. I can't even remember who the people are. I'm just like naming people who've it, been in. It, w- it was also non-stereotypical yeah. lead characters. Yeah, which but I, it was which a I summer really of budget marketing budget for urban air quotes implied movies they got a couple extra bucks so like i heard nothing about this movie and then all of a sudden i saw some marketing for it and then i didn't see it in time for it to not be in theaters but i will totally watch it no it's great it's it's good i really liked it i really i was like surprised i was just like oh that was not what i thought i was gonna see and then it was it was good it's really good fun all right, so that's for something that's out, like you can get legally on video right now <laughs> that you can watch? I don't know. I don't know. I just... You yeah. watched it some way? Somewhere. I watched okay. it somewhere. All right, that's so <laughs> illegal or legal-ish. Uh, for something you can watch in theaters right now that's possibly going to be part of award season, uh, Room, which we talked about previously, post-festival. And yeah, you, now, saw, it during, you now, saw it during TIFF. Yes, now it's getting the full-on mainstream... And this was based on a book that I heard a lot about, and it was in a time where I was very anti-book, not because I don't like reading. I used to love reading, and then I think almost working at a company that sold books ruined that for me. (laughs) Uh, But then that was one of the first books that I read. Not one of the first, but, you know, in the first, let's say, 30 or 40 books that I read entirely on a device like there isn't a physical copy there's other books that i had that i own that i actually have bought both Mm -hmm. everything from super graphic the book about infographics related to comic books i own like a digital and a physical copy there's something about me like i want sure the physical yeah of course yeah Yeah. so well the whole room i read it on my device i understood the appeal like the point of view is from the the child in the book oh i didn't know that yeah, so in the book, it's in the movie, it's less about that. Uh, I was listening to a podcast this week, and they were talking to the writer of the book, and she was saying how she's really happy that it took them so long to sort of get the whole director and everything else lined up because it gave her time to do a full cut at the screenplay to be like, this is, I understand the way I wrote the book. You can't do it like that on the screen. There will be moments in the movie that you need to have characters have conversations without the child there without whatever and understand this is the emotional import of it and whatever and it was 
possibly one of the best adaptations of a really good book to a really good screenplay. Like sometimes one is much better than the other. Sometimes um, one leaves out a lot of sure. major emotional beats sure. or characters. Uh, the great thing about the first act, the first act just needs, you know, two and a half characters, like the mom, the child, and shadowy figure X. Um, sort of the... And the, does the room play sort of a, no, a character or it's just oh, a yeah. setting? Room yeah. is... In Buffy parlance, I would say almost room is kind of the big bad. Okay. Yeah. It is sort of the overarching arc. How do you solve this problem, defeat this thing? Yeah. A lot of people who read the book, they said they can't go see the movie. Like they couldn't. Oh, yeah. yeah. God, no. Yeah. I didn't want to. It honestly, I just picked it because it fit into my schedule. And, you know, I was able to get tickets for a second screening after I couldn't get tickets for The Martian, which I'm glad I didn't go to see now. But they're, they've been advertising it hard, the room. It's, I mean, and it doesn't I strike it, me as a movie that, like, let's go see a fun mill, fun flick. I will say it's it's not as depressing as Precious, which isn't <laughs> saying much. But if you read that book first, I can't understand why you would ever go see that movie. But <laughs> honestly, for movies that are hard to watch, I found it less hard to watch than... Something like a Django or something else that, you know... You thought Django is hard, harder to watch than this movie? Yeah. Okay, interesting. Yeah. Okay. That's yeah. And, and some of... I think it's that a lot of the the things that are troublesome, the way it was shot or the way it was conveyed visually was... I'm not... I guess, I'll, yeah, I'll say, fuck it. I'll say gratuitous. It was less... In the room? Yeah. Okay. Like, you, you know what's happening, so you don't need to see it. And maybe okay. part of it is that... Yeah, I'll just throw it out there that a woman wrote the screenplay instead of a man. So even though a man directed it, it wasn't in terms of prioritization of what you need to see versus what you just need to know. Like, you know this is the situation these characters are in, and it is pretty horrific. Mm -hmm. You don't need to see things being horrific to know the outcome. And so many other films for whatever reason, some of it's artistic and back to, you know, during the festival when we were talking about black and some of the critiques that I heard in the Q and a of, well, if you're going to show character X being assaulted, you should show character Y being assaulted. And, you know, my response to that is how about not campaigning for more <laughs> assaults? Like I, I don't, I know that something horrible has happened and is happening and is ongoing. You don't need to show that on the screen if you have other things to fill your time with. If you have actual moments and emotional beats and good performances and it was, you know, I understand 100% why it won the People's Choice Award. Some years I'm kind of like, eh, it's the popular choice or whatever. But if it didn't end up having all this post-festival buzz, it's almost... If it hadn't been for the book, if this had just been written for the screen only, I would yeah. have almost said it was almost unreleasable. Oh. But because it had kind of a built-in audience, audience. Yeah. from people who read the book, I'd say it might make a few dollars before award season and then during award season, depending on what it's nominated for and who wins things, it may rack up a few more bucks. But yeah, it was very much... It was very emotional. I wouldn't want to watch it twice, but I'm definitely glad I watched it once. Interesting. Even after having read the book. I don't know if I'll see it. If you if you haven't read the book yet, though, there's surprises. It's sort of like Gone Girl, where you can't talk to someone about what that story is about without possibly ruining it for them if they haven't read the book. Right. Interesting. So... I Tough call. I, I don't know. I don't just because of the lot. subject matter. Just the subject matter. So I would yeah, almost yeah. give it a similar rating to Dope. Dope. Yeah. I would say Four. every <laughs> single acting performance. But the ending is good. Like there's everything is good about it, right? Like uh, no, no, there's other. Okay. There's parts that you. I think it's adult enough in that much like a teenage movie, where you understand. Not every character is perfect after graduation. You understand that some people still have some work to do emotionally. <laughs> Let's take a break. We'll come back and uh, we'll talk more stuff. 
cuidar. That's the girls on the block with the nasty curls Wearing padded bras, sucking beers through straws Dropping down their drops, where did you get yours? Previously, we, during the film festival at the Adelaide Music House, we met a lovely gentleman, Lucas Siegel, mm. who writes for comicbook.com and starwars.com. Yeah, and a lot of other publications, and too. And he yeah. bamboozled me into sticking with Gotham yeah. and also giving Heroes Reborn a chance. And another show. Yeah, Heroes, the and new Heroes. He also said Flash, too. Oh, I, I already like okay. Flash. I'm already... I um, felt he was just pushing anything. Yeah. <laughs> in that. I was like... Uh, they got to work a little bit harder to pull me, pull me. I in. will say, um, Gotham this season is sort of doing, I think, what Heroes would have done in the season where the wider strike happened, where they had planned a whole bunch of sort of dark stories of the parents' origin stories that never got to happen. So, like Sulu and Mama Petrelli and some other people, that's what they planned for that season, and then it didn't end up happening. Okay. Um, I feel like Gotham is sort of. I mean, they're calling it Rise of the Villains or whatever, but I mean... Everyone gonna, loves the bad guys more. Yeah, because yeah. they're, they're, except for the Marvel Universe, more interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, and I will say Heroes Reborn, 
Reborn. It's called Heroes Reborn. Yeah. yeah. I I think we talked about this before. It's sort of if early in the show for How I Met Your Mother, they decided, oh, Barney's the most inter- interesting character. Let's make a whole show about him. Almost the whole. We did talk. Uh, okay. One of the main characters. Yeah. Yes, his yeah. horn room glasses yeah, guy. Yeah. But it's so good. <laughs> yeah. Okay. But apparently Mohinder Suresh is coming, which I'm very excited about. And whenever you have a non-baseball cap day. <laughs> I don't have the waves. I don't have the waves. You don't, but you have like sometimes (laughs) a Superman forelock. Yes, I I always have the uh, Superman uh, curl that's always been there, but I I hide it. I hide it. It's not out out today. It's it's not as bad as the last season of Original Flavor Heroes was. It's not as good as first season of Original Flavor Heroes. No, nothing is going to be. We had our first episode with Masioka and some of the other characters besides Hormon and glasses guy are coming back they've done something interesting that you kind of saw coming but it was still good the way they did it with some of the other new characters so i'm willing to give it i mean lucas told it told me to give it at least you know three to six i'm willing to give it nine i'm willing to give it nine episodes is it a full seasoned i don't even know if it has a full 22 run or if they ordered like half and they're gonna wait to see what the numbers are like to order the back half because I mean, forget about the effects budget, just the number of people alone, whether they're recurring or regulars or not, I would imagine it would be a bit pricey. I was on board if, like, the cheerleader and Siler and, like, a majority of the season Why one. Why would those people be back? Yeah, Siler is Spock every, now, every, the cheerleaders yeah, singing country on they're, Nashville. Yeah, everyone's too big, so... Yeah, no. Yeah, and resting on the horn rim glasses guy, the cheerleader's dad, it just did not interest me at all so it's just like i, I passed on that i passed on I, there's uh, it's walking dead and then another one on hbo called the leftovers those are the only things that i've like i don't yeah. know if walking dead is nerd ish i guess it's amc yeah. um and are you watching fear of the walking dead no I'd, i'm not no that makes me feel sad no not Fear of the Walking Dead. I don't like that. I've given that the whole run. Fear of the Walking Dead? I don't I even know because ta- I don't watch it at all. There's talking There's like dead. a prequel. No, there's a prequel show of Walking Dead. Yeah, there's Walking a prequel dead. show. I yeah. watched it. It was. It's a soap opera. It, I don't like it. But then there's the show Talking Dead with Chris Hardwick, which I don't care for at all. That's all. The, the like chat show about the episode that we just saw. Let's have people talk about it. I'm like, I can't get into this. I don't want to watch this. Um, Fear of the Walking Dead. Uh, watch it all. Tried to give it a chance i'm sure i'll watch it when the next season happens again uh but i i didn't care for it at all it's just see those post episode chat shows i don't really get it in theory i'm not gonna say i don't understand why they exist because i was one of those people who would download the ron moore podcast every week right after battlestar aired okay and then i would re-watch the episode on mute and play his <laughs> like free podcast yeah. that he did every week. It yeah. was like getting a director's cut with every episode yeah. before the show was on DVD. Yeah. And it was amazing. And he would shake his glass and you would like hear about what he was drinking yeah. and what he was smoking. And then he would go through the whole show, everything from budgetary concerns to performances to, you know, different things that were going on on set. And I love that. Cool. But it was beginning to end of the episode it wasn't oh let's bring on random you yeah, know yeah. whoever's present c-level <laughs> character and like have a chat with them <laughs> whoever's pres- uh, and has make a movie them play like out. a game yeah, 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 and yeah. do whatever yeah. or talk about our you know slash fiction i, I don't even know i haven't even watched yeah. i'm just saying that was what i wanted after the episode oh, okay was for the one of the makers to go through and talk about the whole thing yeah yeah, because that's how much I love that show, and sure. I needed, I wanted, I was thirsty for another hour of that, and hearing him alone in a dark room. It sounded like it was a dark room. For all I know, it was like a fully bright lit California, <laughs> you know, Malibu Beach, Charlie's balcony, you know, two and a half men kind of vibe. But in my mind, I imagined him in a dark room at night with his bourbon, and I just felt. Safe and happy. Oh, new Star Trek is coming to TV. Yeah. Much C- like when Spock, uh, Mr. Nimoy, passed away. I got so many texts from people telling me like they thought they were the first person to tell me. Um, 
what did the last Star Trek, what channel, like what network had the last Star Trek? Enterprise? Yeah. I'm not sure. That's what I can't remember. It wasn't CBS. Was I it? mean, the whole UPN CW, it is related to CBS. I think just it was like how C- CW, Grantland, right? ESPN is all related to Disney, which, oh my God, half of my podcasts I love are gone because Grantland, Grantland is had, done. Yeah, Enzo, yeah. That was one of those sites where I sort of tripped backwards into it. And it fully, listening to the Grantland podcast with uh, Juliet Lemon and David Jacoby made me start watching. The Bachelor and Bachelorette again. <laughs> That's hilarious. They had a podcast called The Right Reasons, as in, like, I'm here for the right reasons, yeah. or, you know, I'm not here to make friends or whatever. And they would talk about all kinds of trashy rally shows, most oh. of which I didn't even watch. Yeah. Them talking about the show was so entertaining. Hilarious. I listened to a whole season of them talking about the last season of The Bachelorette without ever watching a single episode. And then the bachelor in paradise i actually started watching because i listened to their podcast i feel like the whole abc disney whatever family it's a challenge you have even in the online world how do you attribute online to in-store if somebody gets Mm -hmm. an email and doesn't even click through it but they see the subject line and reminds them that your store has things on sale so someone got last day of bay day's email today Mm mm-hmm didn't even open it, didn't click through. There's no metrics on that. Mm-hmm. But if they remember that and then on their way home on the subway stopped and at the bay and bought something, oh, yeah, never even thought there's of no that. way to attribute that yep. sale yep. to that email. Well, it's like TV. You watch the commercial on TV. Did you walk in? There's no yeah. way yeah. for the Grantland Pop Culture podcast, especially when they were talking about things that were on the Disney family properties, including ABC, for them to attribute those online activities to mm-hmm. you know, other Absolutely. online. Yeah. And yet... I am fully a conversion that they would have never had. I would have never watched another episode. And I watched it on TV through my legal cable. So I watched the commercials too. Yeah. Because of this. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. So super sad. People. I need to find like five new podcasts to listen to now. Yeah. I, I'm it's like a shame they d- that. Yeah. That it just like they've just pulled the plug on it. Like they sh- he should have had. Um, pulled the curtain away and had his. Everyone come here, like Stern, when he jumped to um, XM, just like, everyone come over here, and we're all here. Like, But I'm sure he's figuring it out, but uh, yeah, it was just very weird that they just pulled the plug on yeah. all the content. I love that podcast. Mm. Like, it was, it was one and of the my website. favorite And the things. website is like yeah. solid content. So good. Yeah. So good. So. It was one of the first ones that also was really good to read. Not a full-on long read, but I'm going to say like a medium-sized read on a phone like that they got that people are consuming these things other places besides the desktop so while it looked great and kind of like old-timey especially with that font it sort of looked like a baseball park or mm-hmm. whatever yeah. on your desktop on the phone you could move through that thing cool oh really cool that's cool yeah well but actually the whole espn family sites i don't know who did their original digital conversion to responsive but Hats off to you, ma'am or sir, because well done, you. I, I'm sure, actually, you probably already had a job. I, I'd like to think you were poached already. Uh, but to to the family of Grantland content providers, thank you so much <laughs> for the hours of, you know, enter, no, edutainment. Edu- edutainment. Those right. were good times. Good times. W- with the Star Trek um, series have you heard anything about it all i heard was like cbs and star trek and i'm just like that's all i've heard and i actually don't want to research anymore i know at one point michael dorn was campaigning for a captain wharf series inside my heart i kind of really want that because if you know if you've watched the movies and the tv shows there's a period where he goes from being sort of commander and then at some point he must have been a captain and then he becomes an ambassador for klingon later on at least in one of the realities however now that the JJ movies have reset the time, I'm s- timeline. Yeah. No, you know what? I'm gonna stop talking right now. I actually well, feel myself getting nerdy because, as because I'm talking right now. Well, I was gonna pull in. Have you heard of those like crowdfunded Star Star Trek series, where it's like uh, between the Kirk TV series, like uh, it's supposed to be a seven year journey, and then when the movies start with Kirk, so it's that space in between, I think, and they do these, like, high-low-budget direct-to-YouTube TV series, I don't know, web series, and it's, like, apparently, like, the continuity is supposed to be, like, minus the JJ reset, but it's supposed to be, like, oh, and, like, you can find it in the 
places where people get movies illegally. And there's like, people are like seeding, like they put out a, a recent, I haven't seen any of them, but someone put out the most recent movie. And it's like one of the top downloaded uh, movies. I, I get, and they ha- and they get uh, uh, Chekhov. Chekhov plays like himself in it, like, uh, and he's from the future and there's time, like, you know, moving through time and all that stuff. There's and, always time. And uh, yeah, that. Time is the fire in which we burn. <laughs> that whole spectrum. Um, I don't know. The only other thing I heard about the Star Trek one is like, First episode is free on TV, and then the rest is like gonna be the CBC CBS streaming site, and you have to pay to like get it. This is what I heard. That just seems like a bad idea. Yeah, bad idea, Gene. I feel like it should just be accessible through means, and then there's you know forced commercials. If I didn't have to do a whole torrent and I could just watch it on my phone at home, whatever, and you just made me watch like max a minute of digital commercials. I would totally let the same commercials play all the way through that you like block me from fast forwarding through. If they placed like small ads like on the screen like lower Ideally if all the commercials were like the Ava DuVernay directed Apple Music commercial of Taraji sure. P. Henson, Carrie Washington and Mary J. Blige like jamming out to the well, Apple Music playlist. Because I would watch that commercial. Honestly, I would pay I would almost pay someone to watch that commercial over and over again. I I, I'd watch them at the beginning yeah. and at the end, not while I'm watching the thing. Because uh, when I'm when I'm watching it, I just want to watch something. I don't I don't like the interruptions. I guess that's what it is. So would you watch you know three minutes of commercials that you couldn't fast forward through at the beginning? At the beginning of something, and you didn't have so. to do a torrent or do anything illegal. You would do that. Think so? Three minutes of commercials versus that's Hulu, to. right? That's yeah. Hulu. That's I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't done anything sketchy to my IP to get Hulu or American Netflix ever. Ever. Yeah. No. Maybe I'm not a bad girl. Maybe we'll take a commercial break <laughs> and we'll come back real quick. <laughs> wrapping up the last bits of uh, Hooray for Everything as P looks at the bottom of her her glass. I hate looking through <laughs> a glass and seeing no alcohol in there. It's so sad. <laughs> it happens. It yeah. Happens. It's like Eeyore's <laughs> not quite tail. <laughs> it's it's uh, one thing, like, even though 
you know tiff is done but like always at the light box there's always uh stuff going on so the badass female retrospective continues i did miss terminator 2 which i kind of regret but there was a jays game that night not that i went to but they were still in the series at that point let it go princess elsa so <laughs> on the 13th of november i believe is the date uh, whatever a friday is that's around that time Haywire, a uh, movie that I feel like didn't get enough love. Steven Soderbergh. Steven Soderbergh, yeah. uh, Gina Carano. Which I, I, P, I haven't seen it. I want to see it. It's it's good. It's legit good. Yeah, it's Friday, like, November 13th. I'm just like, why don't people make like make more movies? Like, I haven't seen it, but I'm just like, that sounds like a great idea. Like a great Gina Carano, directed like, by Steven Soderbergh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Channing Tatum, yeah. Um, Michael Fassbender. Oh wow. Antonio Banderas. Maybe it was ahead of the curve. Uh, like Ewan McGregor. Yeah, ahead of its time. It was. I haven't seen it, but yeah. Actually, I, not actually. I'm not going to add any qualifiers. Yeah. I enjoyed that movie. Full stop. Cool. Really liked it. Want to go see it again? So I will pick up tickets to see that at cool. the Lightbox nice. for Friday, November 13th. Amazing. And enjoy myself. I developed. Uh, I'm going to say. I'm going to say a healthy fascination with Gina Carano after that. So I'm very <laughs> excited to see what she's going to do in Deadpool. I hope that she's oh. on screen for more than five minutes. I didn't yeah. know she was in that. Yeah. Who's directing Deadpool? Don't know. Is it part of the Marvel Universe, their like big PowerPoint presentation thing that they did? Is Deadpool I, part of I that? I think Deadpool is one of the movies that's owned by someone else. So okay. it wasn't part it wasn't of their 20 okay. year plan to take over the world. <laughs> Don't watch movies. I l basically, they got caught monologuing. They're like an evil villain. Well, in like it's going to lash back. It's going to yeah. like bite them in the butt. Like we say how that much now. How and much yet consumption of let's like rewind yeah. or fast forward. Or what, <laughs> what if everything works out well and no sure. movie loses money? And sure. The least successfuls are maybe the Iron Man threes and the Thors of the franchise. I'm and trying to think of like a yeah. bad. But yeah, they're going to no. have to rehash Spider-Man again. Right. Yeah, but like if they do it they versus do it, yeah, the other ones, yeah. I'm just trying to think of a bad Marvel superhero, and then they like, let's make a movie of, like, I can't think of one. They're doing an Iron, Power Man and Iron Fist movie, and Iron Fist is awesome. Let's think back, though. When they started with Iron Man, almost no one knew who Iron Man was. I read Iron Man. I, I knew, yeah, I, I don't think he's, like, the He's one, not yeah. Superman, no, no, Batman, no, no. Spider-Man, whatever. No, like, no. no. Not at all. Yeah, not at all. so... But uh, yeah, let's just much know. like the whole Pixar situation. Yeah. I mean, I was they, watching some yeah. uh, Disney shorts last night. Even the most depressing Disney <laughs> short films. And some of those Disney shorts are dark as fuck. Oh, OK, yeah. Uh, They're very like emotional. But it's, like, the, it's the storytelling yeah. Yeah. and twisting. They keep it tight. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So even if it ends with, you know, death and destruction, <laughs> it's really they can really spin a yarn. No, they're good. They're good. They're very good. But they they all I think with Pixar, uh, I saw one of the guys come in and he worked on Cars too, which I never got around to see. Okay, yeah. <laughs> no, let's no, let's no, not but talk about Cars. No, no, I, I I don't want to either. But the the way he spoke about the process of how they make films, it's like it's very like in depth. They go like talk about the characters, they like go into detail of like uh sculpt like sculpturally of like the, the, the cars themselves and like they travel to like Daytona 500 and like see everything and like you know they fully immerse themselves in the story to 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 create it and w which is I don't think a lot of uh, people do anymore they just sort of like pump it out and uh, yeah even in one of the short films I was watching because they had little intros because it's a a collection of short films that's available on Netflix like Disney oh, cool. short films it ends cool. with a short film that was based on Frozen, but it has a bunch of other ones in there, including Paper Man oh, nice. and some other ones. And there was one with a puppy. <laughs> and <laughs> they talk about how when they were preparing for it, you know, they brought in yeah, dogs bunch, yeah. of different ages, including yeah. puppies, yeah. and how everyone showed up for Puppy Day. And yeah. then you see the shot of you know, this huge circle of people just like playing with oh, this yeah. adorable dog that looks yeah. like the dog that they had in the short film. Yeah. And yes, yeah, so of course, that's why... It feels genuine. It looks, you know, like a real dog sure. and Listen. the way it reacts and the Listen. way it looks and cocks its head and wiggles its butt. And, you know, all of those details are there. Amazing. No, I, I love their, their stuff is great. And I, I, I haven't gotten it's uh, the exhaustion comes from, oh, I haven't seen I'm fallen behind seeing a lot of Pixar stuff. That's all. Like yeah. I haven't caught the last couple 
Um, yeah, it's 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 a bit of there's something else. We need another acronym that's similar to FOMO, but like sort of <laughs> fear of watching after being spoiled. I don't know what that would add up to. We'll, we'll come up with it uh, <laughs> before next week. But it's the same feeling I have about the new Star Wars movie. Uh, there I we go. <laughs> I didn't get my tickets yet. Uh, oh, you didn't. But I feel yeah. like I need to watch it in the first seventy-two hours, uh, or I need to avoid all contact with the internet. Yeah, yeah, and the world. Yeah, I, I either. I yeah. watch it in the first 72 hours or I don't, it's sort of like yeah. with you. Scandal or Empire. I need to stay off Twitter. Yeah. Twitter, that's I the problem I need to have like Twitter. a black Twitter filter so that if I don't watch, you know, Empire within a day of it airing, I don't accidentally get spoiled you, you, for what the big reveal of that episode was. You read any of the was. trending topics and it'll be yeah. a spoiler for something. Absolutely. So it's just like Twitter is give me, Give me a week internet way. before you start spoiling. And I understand that you think you're the first person to come up with that joke or you think you're awesome, but <laughs> you're not. And it makes it difficult for me to engage in the things I normally want to. On the other hand, I'm choosing to go on Twitter even though I haven't seen the thing yet. And whether the thing is the latest episode of How to Get Away with Murder or, you know, Mockingjay Part 2. If I go on the internet, I'm making a choice. Well, it's it's hard because it disseminates into every aspect sometimes the things like tv and movies like it's just like if you jump on facebook it'll be in the column like the news feed in the column like twitter because twitter it's like sometimes like that's where i get the news but that's a lot Uh, of work that's like i mean and i don't even know if those work on the mobile version i know i can do it on desktop mode i know during the situation with our former mayor i actually put in a rob ford filter on twitter so i just didn't see anything that's good that's good uh so i could do that if i don't see you know certain things within the first 24 hours it'd be nice if it was easier on mobile if you're building a roadmap for twitter or other social media i hope you're listening it'd be nice if i could just put in a filter so that you know if i'm still out and I haven't watched Empire or Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. or uh, Heroes Reborn or Gotham <laughs> or whatever. Just don't tell me stuff about that. Internet. Yeah. <laughs> Just the internet. Yeah. But um, you can internet us anytime. I think we're going to wrap up another episode. Hooray for everything. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you can talk on the mic too. But follow us on uh, Twitter. Um, check us out on inatif.com. Check us out on Girth. Um, girthradio.com. But uh, hopefully we'll be back next week with a new episode and you can listen to us and hit us up anytime. Okay, we'll talk to you soon. Thanks. Peace.
This is Hurry for Everything. This is Hurry for Everything. <laughs>